Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 119 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, and today we will be delving into a topic that pertains to a struggle that I share with our listener. We are going to hone in on overthinking today and hopefully put a whole new spin on it in place of the one we are used to. Let's take a look at this question and hear what our listener has to say. Even before someone else can judge me, I tend to judge myself, and more often than not, judge myself for them. I cannot help wondering why everyone is thinking X, Y, or Z about me, even if they are probably not. How can I overcome or get over this overthinking? No matter what situation there is, I begin to analyze it to the T. And then when I realize what I'm doing, I start to analyze slash judge myself on that as well. What is the best way to control my mind? Just a note, please don't say meditation or mindfulness because I've tried that and I simply cannot. Okay, so mindfulness and meditation are off the table, loud and clear, no worries. Uh, Oddly enough, I'm not sure I would have said them anyway. I mean, they're typically great for this type of thing, but certainly not what I would have leaned on for the duration of the episode. Anyway, it sounds to me that being an overthinker is just part of who you are, which is okay. Some people can't help but to be messy. Some people are naturally prone to addiction. And, you know, the list goes on. And the thing about all of these quote-unquote downfalls that we often don't realize amidst all the trouble they bring is the fact that they are all necessary. They're necessary flip sides of something much better. If you want to be on the go, be present, and have lots of free time, messiness is a common byproduct of that. If you want to have very high levels of focus and an ability to do things very thoroughly, addiction is a common byproduct of that. Now, of course, this isn't always how it shakes out, but you can usually guarantee that each undesirable tendency we have is necessary because it mirrors a good tendency we have. Now, I'm right there with you. I am absolutely an overthinker, and for a while, it was also the bane of my existence. Meditating was hard, as I was trying to abide by what I thought were these conventional rules of meditation and trying to shut my brain up. It was affecting so many areas of life that I saw everyone else doing seamlessly. But do you think I could host this podcast if I wasn't an overthinker? It would be a lot harder if my natural tendency wasn't to assess things from a lot of different angles. So what have I done? I have 
embraced this overthinking to the point that I make a living by doing the overthinking for other people. And in case you haven't heard, I absolutely love doing this show. And this is what I think is how you start to heal uh, your relationship with your overthinking, finding your own version of optimal living advice. So to do that, uh, take some time to reflect on overthinking in a way that I'm guessing you haven't done before. How has it helped you in the past and how will it help you in the future? Have you improved on certain parts of yourself that you wouldn't have caught had you not been overthinking? How can you use this power to help others? Essentially, what I'm saying is that it's time to start looking for the advantages of overthinking. And the more you do that and use those advantages to create good in your life, you might even find yourself forgetting that you're an overthinker altogether. As they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So if you can start to take action like this, it will stand to change your relationship with the concept of overthinking. And all any of us ever have is our perceptions of things. And please know that I say all this not to tell you to lie to yourself, but to encourage you to accept overthinking for what it is through and through. Like anything in life, you know, it's layered. And it definitely came from somewhere, both the overthinking itself and the negative thoughts about yourself that come with it. As a matter of fact, wherever this came from may very well be found by tracing back through the things you think that others are thinking about you and thus the ways in which you judge yourself. But if you do want to stop being an overthinker, going down that rabbit hole, probably with the help of a counselor, uh, that needs to be preceded by the acceptance I'm covering today and by making an effort to work with what you've got. I think you have to start on that before you stand a chance at any long-term strategies to eradicate it. And mind you, once you've started to turn your overthinking into something good, you may not want to eradicate it at all. That might sound like an unrealistic or at least very distant fantasy right now, but depending on how much good you're able to extract from overthinking, it is entirely possible. Make your primary focus right now challenging your thoughts about overthinking as opposed to getting rid of it. You said in your question, no matter what situation there is, I begin to analyze it to the T, and then when I realize what I'm doing, I start to analyze slash judge myself on that as well. That tells me that half of your battle is the judging of yourself, the feeling bad about feeling bad, the negative self-commentary. What you're doing is doubling your struggle very quickly, and it's more due to how you perceive your overthinking than the overthinking itself. The perception of overthinking is much quicker to get through than figuring out where it stems from. So I say start there. Your mind will be half as erratic or twice as calm without all the self-shaming. Work on that first, cut the struggle in half, and go from there. To the woman who sent this question in, I thank you from one overthinker to another. Uh, maybe I'm not the best company to be in, but you're stuck with me, so get used to it. And don't you worry, there are many of us out there, I promise you. And I have a sneaking suspicion that a large number even tune into this show. Hmm. Well, good news for them and everyone is that we are always here to answer your questions. So send them on in, friends. Email your questions to advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. That is where we take them, love them, and turn them into episodes. So don't hold back. That does it for now, though. Thank you so much for being here, everyone, and I cannot wait to talk to you guys in the next one. 
Until then. <laughs>